From London, England, where the Queen lives. Recorded live from an underground bunker and packaged into an MP3 with a pretty little picture. Helping to kickstart your day with the motivation and inspiration you need. 365 days a year. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And this is your host, Chris Jags. Good morning and welcome to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. I am Chris Jags, host, producer and creator of the Learn, Develop, Live method. I want to help you identify that pain you have, the issue that's niggling away at you day after day, look to develop a brand new incredible habit to tackle it, and then, wait for it, you are going to be able to smash it out of the park and live your life on a much, much higher level because, look, you're incredible and you just need to unleash those superpowers that you've got hidden away right now. What we do need to do is get you on that path. And once you get yourself moving in that new direction, wow, you are going to be grateful that you believe in yourself and you gave yourself that chance to fulfill your potential. Now, who's with me? This week, I'd like to touch on a piece of advice and something I actually did myself when I was working somewhere that was beginning to really drain me both mentally and physically. There's a well-known quote by Maya Angelou that goes, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Don't complain. Unfortunately, in life, we can get stuck in a bit of a rut of just moaning and complaining about circumstances and events that we can't change or do anything about. So if there's something that you're not happy with, something that you'd like to change, ask yourself the honest question. Can I do anything about it? Can I change it? And if you can, go and change it. Now, there are so many people who aren't able to, but you could be the exception. But if you can't, moaning and whining and whinging about the situation will only keep you stuck in the place that you don't want to be. It serves you no useful purpose or benefit, as it's not going to change anything at all. Now, before we get really into this, let's have those usual messages. I used to get in trouble, get in fights, spent time inside, time in prison. Then I realised my dream with a Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Now I'm in Swan Lake. Bellissimo. You're listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it with someone? You could be the reason someone becomes motivated today. And we are back in the room. Now, as we were talking about earlier, if you don't like something, you need to look to either change that or change your attitude towards it. Changing something can be empowering for you to look at a situation and make a change for the better for you. But on the flip side, you can retrain yourself. You can allow yourself to think differently. Now, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's certainly something that you can quite easily do when you know how. So ask yourself, can I change it or can I change my way of thinking about it? When you change your way of thinking about it, it allows you to open up the possibilities to the solutions or how you can improve the situation. One thing you can do is start asking yourself better quality questions. Ask yourself, what would be the best way for me to move forward? Can I change my response to this? By doing that, you are changing from the inside out and that's what you are responsible for. You can't control all the external factors, but the one thing you will always be responsible for is the way you respond to it. That is your choice. 
Remember, what you resist persists. So stop resisting and allow yourself to release and let go of anything you can't change. Allow yourself to focus your time and energy and your headspace on the things that you can change. Remember, what your mind believes you will achieve. So allow yourself to think differently, to believe in yourself, to take action so you can enjoy and achieve in life what you really want. Now, if I think back to my own time, my own situation during my retail adventures, without mentioning any names, the toy retailer I was with before my last, one random Friday, the regional manager turned up and after his initial walk of the shop floor, he asked to speak to me in the office. Now, I'm sure like many people, when one of the bosses asked to have a word, it's an instant thought of, what have I done wrong? Uh, maybe you have a quick think, trying to remember, is there anything that you might have done wrong? Hmm. Now, this conversation was over 10 years ago, but it went along the lines of, Hi, Chris, I'd like to move to store X as a promotion. You'll get a pay rise of X and you'll be starting there on Monday. Now, this was Friday, but anyway. Now, I'm sure there was more of a conversation of that, but if I think back to the way I am now, experiencing mindset in the world, maybe I would have contested it. The problem was, there was no, how do you feel about that? And I also knew that my actual contract states that I could be placed in any London store. But hey, long term, the whole situation made me do something about the scenario that I'm in today. Now, yes, it was a promotion. I would be working in the flagship store of the company. Woohoo! Some people want that. I didn't. Now, there are many, many hungry retail people, like I said, that would have lapped that one up, but I just wasn't that person. I was quite happy doing what I was doing. I was a deputy manager who, at the end of the day, if I was running the shop, I could give it back to the boss at the end of it. So once this all happened, in the following hours, there were many different thoughts taking place. I started to process what would be happening. How different would it be from getting from good old Barnet, just outside North London, the top of the northern line of the tube to southeast London, especially during rush hour. I would be going from a 25 minute bus ride to traveling across part of London, something I would do again later in a different work life. And then the cost of travel, time to get there. Now, don't get me wrong, there was a fairly decent pay rise, but you see, this is where why class is a bit of a con. It just starts to take shape. The regional manager, little do I know, has spoken with my previous store manager of mine, great guy, learned a lot from him, and he asked him where I lived. The reason for this random question was to work out the cost of my travel for this promotion. You see, I'd gone from paying just under £20 a week to travel to work and the good old Transport for London's seven day bus pass, but this has now shot up to £50 a week for the privilege of sitting in a tube and traveling across London every day. Now, can you guess where that nice pay rise was going? Yes, just enough to cover the new travel costs I was about to occur. True story. Realistically, I actually ended up being £5 a week better. Woo! £5 a week better. What a pay rise. Now, I'm under no illusion that some people would love to be in that position, but it wasn't the right one for me. My first day, it took almost two and a half hours to get to work as the Jubilee line of the Tube Network basically lost power. And well, we were all stuck down there while they tried to fix that. Also, the shift pattern wasn't great. The store manager only ever did 7am till 4pm because of traffic. Apparently, there's also a high amount of traffic on a Saturday and Sunday morning too. So I had 11am to 8pm every single day. Now, my day looked like this. Up at eight, out the door by nine, 
two hours or so to get to work. Now, despite the shift actually being 11 till 8, the shop closes at 8 and then you still have to cash up the last remaining until lock up. So let's say out by 8.20. Then I can remember run across the car park with a security guard to get the bus to the first tube and then eventually walk through the door often around 10 p.m. Now, when do you see your daughter in that time? What a great question. From what I remember, I didn't have any problem with the store itself or the people there. It was the shifts and the travel. And pretty much instantly, I started applying for other jobs. I even spoke to an area manager for a sportswear retailer about if I was interested to come in for a chat. Now, I had interviewed with this company before, but someone from a rival brand of theirs, who knew a lot more about sportswear than me, got the job. But apparently their approach had changed and they'd even hired someone who used to be a pub landlord. And I remember telling him, let me get back to you when I know my next day off is. But that phone call never took place because the next day, while I was up a ladder filling up the Crayola Bay, I had a call from one of my old managers asking what I was up to these days. And I remember telling him, well at this moment I'm up a ladder, filling up crayons. Now he started telling me about another toy retailer who I ended up going to and would I be interested in coming over? Wow, a way out. Now, I really liked the idea of this company. I liked how it sounded. They weren't even open on Sundays, if that's a bit of a giveaway to who it was. And I really liked my old boss. So it all sounded pretty incredible. Later that day, I found the vacancy online and began the application process. Spent so long on it, making it as perfect as I could, night after night, until I finally submitted it. Off it went. So what do I do now? I spent every evening doing this thing. I had an invitation to an interview and had to travel to their head office. It went really well and I had a really good feel on the journey back, but I still had to meet the area manager before I could clinch that job. I think it may have been a week later, I went to the store in Westford, London, another giveaway to who this may be, a very impressive looking shopping centre and it was also just so busy. And I was an hour early. Well, you know. I had to leave and then come back a little closer to the time, but... I was able to have a little walk around and hopefully try and not get lost. Now the interview itself went extremely well. I remember just how hot I was in my suit in that little stuffy office. And when it all finished, I had a good feeling. This must be a winner. The store looked good too. A little different in the setup of toy stores I worked in previously. But it was bright, colourful, the vibe was good. And as it was the middle of the week, I think I was told I'd find out by the end of the week. But then that came. And then that went. Another working weekend in this other place and I was starting to doubt the possibility of this new job and what I can do next and uh, maybe I could try that sportswear job again. Now Monday happened and I got a call from the area manager. He apologised for not calling the previous week and would I like the job? Yes, of course I would. Now traditionally most notice periods are four weeks and I told him I'll be there just over a week. I put my resignation letter together the same day, staying a week's notice, which wasn't following the rules, but hey, with how I was feeling due to how it was all being treated on me, then hey, a week itself is still too long. Now, the current place I was at, there was a visit from the regional manager the following day. I think he was meant to come anyway. And he also told the store manager that I needed to give four weeks notice. No chance. This was one bridge that I'd burnt down before I even left. I gave my feedback to the store manager when he asked what could the company do better in the future? And I guess maybe even him starting to understand they're treating people like human beings with respect instead of just another body to stick in the shop would just be a good start. There was no work-life balance, something that is so important to so many people, 
and maybe my own mental health was starting to get affected back then. But it wasn't something that was even a topic. But, you know, the whole experience was a victory for me in my own development as a person. When it comes to work, you are replaceable. Everyone is. But what you produce might not be as strong, but they can still replace you. An important thing to remember here is that your workplace wants you, but your family, they need you. I spent almost six weeks in the new promotion store and there were a lot more downs and ups, of course, like in most places. But look, this is another chapter in my storybook of life. If you don't like something or a situation you're in, if it's possible to still have any influence over it, just go and change it. No complaining, no whining, just go and do it. See how happy you'll be right at the end of it. This whole thing might have been the first time I even followed my own advice. Now you can start to put the plan of yours into action by booking your exclusive free 30-minute LDL power call by going to ldlcall.com to find a perfect slot for you. Let's get you moving in the right direction. Now that is all from me today. Go out there and make a change in your life, the one you've been putting off. You owe it to yourself. Have yourself a great week and I will see you in the next one. The Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Life is too short for just sitting in your pants eating cheesy watsits. Goodbye. What? It's over already? All over. Thank you for listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. I hope you feel as warm, motivated, and fuzzy inside as I do. You can connect with Chris at LearnDeveloplive.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say until we meet again. Until next time. Join the motivation, 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 motivation.